welcome to another episode of How Have You Not Seen Movie Podcast. So, Andy, hi. Hi, Haley. Hi, <laughs> just jumped straight in there. I'm Haley. <laughs> you are Haley. Hi. <laughs> nice to meet you. We've definitely not had to restart this because we couldn't think of a name before. <laughs> uh, so, how's your week been? My week's been fantastic. Thank you. We watched uh, a Netflix film, which was yes, excellent. Yes, yes. Always Be My Maybe with... Ali Wong. Ali Wong. And Randall yeah. Park. Yes. Very, very good. And Keanu Reeves might pop oh in it. Oh my God, he's amazing, isn't it? We, we came for the Keanu Reeves and we stayed for the... Pretty, for the love story. For the love story. It was a good, sincere, silly film. Yeah, fantastic. We, I, was, I wasn't I was expecting Ali Wong to actually be able to act. Cause she's, she's fantastic. She's yeah. a, a, a comic and I was a stand-up. And she's amazing in it. Really she's good. Really good. Really yeah. good. And the, uh, <laughs> Randall Park's band, <laughs> uh, oh. Hello Peril. Genuinely, I've had that on a loop on Spotify uh, ever since. Fantastic. So, yeah, quick recommendation on the on the top. Um, you've also had a good week for uh, McCall Collectibles. I have. I have. Well, we have, but I have. Um, <laughs> it's your thing. I'm here, but it's your thing. Uh, yeah, so hello and welcome to anyone who's come across from the uh, post that we put on the McCall Collectibles page, which, um, if this is the first time you listen to it, I also do a, uh, a, a another sideline thing where I make miniature scale models from uh, movies, movie buildings. Um, and the one I've done at the moment is the Ghostbusters fire station. Um, and it's getting quite a lot of love. It's getting a lot of love. Yeah. Ghostbusters news. Ghostbusters news on Instagram. Big shout out to them. Thank you so much for posting They've it. They've really, really done done us a solid this week. They really they? have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Excellent page. Go and go and check them out on uh, on Instagram. Who are you gonna call? Ghostbusters news. News. <laughs> um, and game over, Greg. Greggy. In the future, yeah, that's yeah, big. yeah. So, fellow uh, podcaster, shout out to uh, Greg Miller, hi, <laughs> which is massive, or Gray, as Gray. I called him, <laughs> yeah, Gray. also correct. She's got not a, my friend, she called him Mr. Gray, which I thought was a bit inappropriate, but um, <laughs> whatever gets you work. <laughs> so, this week, uh, on to actually the reason why we're here is Andy, how have you not seen Raiders of the Lost Ark? I've just Again, this, this is one where, you know, Rocky was bad enough. This is probably going to be the hardest one to actually admit. Because yeah. Everyone I've said, okay, we're doing Raiders. And they're like, what? He's not seen Raiders. I've not seen any Indiana Jones film. And I'm a big Harrison Ford fan. Yes. Whether it be Star Wars or... Witness. Uh, I've not seen Witness. You've seen Witness. You've seen Witness with the with the homage. Homage? You're talking about the Fugitive, are you? No, no, no. No, oh, Witness. What? Fugitive is um when you said armage because he's got a his prosthetic arm. no they're not armage what are the people amish amish oh my god are we cutting this out <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long day uh, I, oh I, I have seen it yeah i have yeah, seen it is that boy. what it's called i didn't realize Witness, it. yeah uh, and air force one and all those classics mm-hmm. blade runner yeah but i honestly can't explain this one because this is this is un- unforgivable really yeah because yeah. it was on the tally so much when we were kids it was on like every weekend I'm sure yeah not seen um, what Kingdom of the Crystal Skull oh, we don't admit we don't talk one. about we that one we don't talk about that one it's um, Raiders uh, Temple of Doom Last Crusade okay very yeah. good well I've not seen any of them <sighs> unforgivable but oh. we're going to rectify that now right now well so, not right now oh what do you think it's about what do I think it's about well I'm guessing it's a gender-swapped Tomb Raider. 
without okay. w- yeah without Angelina Jolie's charm and hot pants and hot pants no uh, well it's gonna that was a joke obviously but it's gonna be um, Tomb Raider esque probably better written than acted do you, do you think he's a grave robber she's not a grave well yeah I guess she's she is. a grave no, robber it's, well, they're just very old graves uh, ar- it's okay because he's an archaeologist old. right or something yep yeah so it's gonna be that style of thing. I don't. I don't know what the Ark of the Covenant is. Okay. I know it's probably a religious, religious thing. Mm-hmm. Easy for me to say. The same as the Armage people. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be some sort of religion's Armage. Um, <laughs> but I honestly, I don't know. I don't really know who's in it aside from Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. I believe Sean Connery isn't in it. But no. he's in one of them. No, he's his dad, he's his but he's in the third one. He's his dad. Happy Father's Day for the yeah. <laughs> UK listeners. Sean Connery. Um, does he speak in his normal voice? Sean Connery? Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, he's Scottish, in it. Okay. He's, he's I guess that could still be legit, yeah. can't it? Yeah, you um, can have parents from different countries. Your parents are Scottish. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to watching this. Mm-hmm. I really, This is probably 20 years overdue. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm probably one of the only people in the world that saw Tomb Raider before they saw Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, probably. And that, that comparison's probably going to be terrible. Um, I am looking forward to it. Yeah. To the point where I want to go watch it right now. Right now. Yeah. Let's go watch it right now, then. You get the popcorn. I'll get the movie. I'll get both. You get both. <laughs> <laughs> you get both. I'm just going to chill here. That's fine. You've been really nice today. Father's Day. <laughs> so you guys can listen to the uh, the trailer. Mm-hmm. which I haven't seen. No. Um, but you guys can have a little sneak peek. Go and watch the film itself now, mm-hmm. if you fancy. Pause us. Pause us. Because we won't be watching it alongside you. No, that would be a long podcast. Yeah. No one would want that. And major, major spoilers coming. We're just basically going to talk about the whole film. So yes. you need to watch it. So let's go. See you soon. See you soon. Bye. For nearly 3,000 years, man has searched for the lost Ark of the Covenant. The Bible speaks of the Ark leveling mountains and laying waste to entire regions. Not something to be taken lightly. No one knows its secrets. Jones, do you realize what the Ark is? It's a transmitter. It's a radio for speaking to God. An army which carries the Ark before it is invincible. The Ark, it is their Atanis. And it is something that man was not meant to disturb. It is protected by forces beyond imagination. It is desired above all treasures on earth by those who are good, trust me, and those who are evil. I tell you everything. Yes, I know you will. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Better go.
just seen it. We've just watched Red Desert the Lost Ark. <laughs> so, uh, do you want to? Do you want me to tell you a little bit of actual factual information on who directed it and Oscars yeah, and things? Yeah, okay. that's good. So it was um, made in uh, 1981, directed by Steven Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg, his brother. Uh, no, <laughs> Steven Spielberg. And the uh, story is by George Lucas. Brilliant. Good combination. Yep. It won five Oscars. Right. Uh, sound mix- mixing, uh, visual effects, product design, film editing, and a special achievement award for Ben Burt, who was the sound designer, who we'll talk about later. The budget was $18 million, and the growth was $384 million. So they made a bit of money on that. They made a few pennies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just a few. It starred Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones, uh, Karen Allen as uh, Marion, and yeah. It was... Alfred Molina as yes. the guy at the start. Yes, Doc Ock. <laughs> Doc Ock himself. I knew, I knew that when you saw him, you were like... <gasps> I'm in. I'm in. And did you notice that he had... Uh, spiders on his back foreshadowing that he yeah. was going to play an eight-legged creature <laughs> <laughs> he knew it even then <laughs> even then even in his little bit role at the start of uh raiders raiders well i know you're gonna ask me this question yeah i really enjoyed it yay uh, i can definitely see why it's a sort of a nostalgia trip for a lot of people of our generation certainly mm-hmm. there's a lot in there to love and um, I mean, as soon as uh, Indy walks into that into shot, mm-hmm. you know you've obviously followed him from behind for the first couple of minutes, yeah. and then he he comes into the light immediately. I was on board. Yeah. Well, we'll I'll talk. I'll get into like the technical okay. aspect of why that grabbed you so much. Okay. Later on, because oh. the, the the editing of it is. They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> they won awards for it. Yeah. It's, it's very good. But yeah, it's so that opening scene it drawed you in, and you're like. Check. Well, I, I well, I guess I guess the logic of that is all oh, right. I, I need to know who that guy is. Yeah, he's I, cool. Yeah, he's cool. <laughs> the following him, he's seeming because the the and followers. Yeah, the followers were worried about what was going on, and he was just plowing ahead. So mm-hmm. you're thinking, right, what's his deal? Yeah, and then obviously Harrison Ford. <laughs> <laughs> Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. Oh, heyday, Harrison Ford. The dream. Oh, the dream. Um, Definitely on the list. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's on your list. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the initial thing as well that grabbed me was um, John Williams's uh, score. Yeah, yeah. Um, we talked about the Rocky in the last episode about me being a bit underwhelmed by the, the music. Mm-hmm. In this, there's a lot. Uh, there's a lot riding on on the music in Indiana Jones because I know you know, it's it's within pop culture. That well, it's it's actually it's two themes. It's yeah. It's he wrote two scores. Said Spielberg, pick one, and he went. No, we'll have both. So that's why there is the sort of the romantic and then yeah. the um, Raiders March, which is yeah. the iconic. The romantic um, element yeah. was, and, and we'll get into this a bit more later, if, if, if we may. Um, <laughs> if I allow. It was very similar to Leia's theme from Star Wars. Yes. Really, really yeah. similar. Well, let's not get into that right now. Yeah. Because um, I've, I've got some things to say. <laughs> About the connection to Star Wars. Uh, there a couple of connections. Yeah, there's a couple of connections. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's, there was a few things that are inescapably uh, Star Wars-centric. Yeah. Um, which is, is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Hey, 
it's Star Wars. It's Star Wars, yeah. Um, but yeah, Big we'll talk cast. about that in a bit. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I can see I can see why it's endured to the test of time. Mm-hmm. Um, was it written? So there were two follow-ups to this originally. Yeah, yeah. So was it written as a trilogy? Or, or was it intended as a trilogy? I don't think it was written as a trilogy, but they, they came um, quite fast-paced after them. So this one, like I said, was 81. And then Temple of Doom was 84. Um, and then Last Cru- Crusade was 89. So it was it was in yeah. an eight-year period. They got these films out. Brilliant. Is and there a connect? Not not to go into those films, but is there a connection between them, or is it is it three standalone films? There is a connection, but it's uh, very <laughs> much of the trilogy thing of the the third one is about going back to the start. So yeah. the second one is a little bit more of um, it's a standalone film. Yeah. The, the second one, Temple of Doom, that was the one that I had on VHS and watched. Yeah. Several times a month, if not a weekend, when I was a kid, that was that was the one. This one, I I didn't own it, um, but I watched it a lot. My friends owned it, yeah. And then uh, oh, I can um, see this is a hundred percent a film you could watch of a weekend. You know, a rainy rainy Sunday. Yeah, or, feel or, good popcorn. Yeah, absolutely film. right. Yeah. yeah, like Goonies style. Yes. Very much, and um, it had a sort of cowboy element to it as well. Certainly when he's ride when he's riding on the horse. Yeah. The, the music actually I've never thought of it being quite westerny yeah but actually that tied together really well well I actually wrote down one of my notes that I wrote down is that it reminded me of like the Lone Ranger of the sort of like yeah um, the 1960s serials yeah absolutely um, and um, Spielberg did actually say that when he when he was um, filming it he was he was viewing it as a B movie and not necessarily that it uh, as a B movie as a negative, but that um, B movies do have that serial element, mm-hmm. and it's like the um, the uh, the hero, the faulted hero, gets the girl, and it's yeah. that sort of and on the horse, like he rides off on a white stallion yeah, at yeah. one point to rescue the girl, and it's like <laughs> and it's and I don't even think that saying as this film is what nearly 40 years old 38 years old i don't think that that is corny that is like no. when he when he got on that white horse and was going after oh, go and awesome. get his brother it was like go get her <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh that was awesome you go get your woman <laughs> um, going back to the beginning um yeah. the iconic scenes that i was aware of yes the so memes all the, the memes, memes the memes um, which the is how, the face which is how I consume I consume my films <laughs> memes. Um, the the boulder chase the yes. the swapping of the the, the bag the weight yes. which I was aware of going into this mm-hmm. you know these they're iconic scenes yeah. um, again and I'm, I'm probably going to find this quite a lot with these films that we watch I assumed that would be towards the end of the film yeah like a bigger deal than it the, is the boldest yeah. certainly you'd think that would be quite a big set piece and actually yeah. it was it was what 10 seconds of the film well it was actually even shorter than that in the actual um the storyboard of it it was a really small little stunt of a boulder nearly crushing it right okay um and the the boulder itself was made out of fiberglass and apparently when Spielberg went to view it it was like that looks amazing we're gonna extend we're gonna double the length yeah. of that scene um, uh, and they they filmed it, and when they initially filmed it, 
he he completely outran it and they were like no you need to you need to do this a few more times so actually they tired him out yeah so oh, nice. the, the, it was the last version of when he's sort of tripping and stumbling because he's basically Harrison Ford is knackered yeah it? he's got a bit of a dad bod <laughs> in it which all for the dad bod works he, for me when he when he's uh, i'm jumping around but when he's running on that u-boat he looks knackered <laughs> you can tell he's just swam from that boat to the other side and had to get up in one shot <laughs> he's like you you go get your girl but have a break have a, have a rest mate <laughs> yeah. um but th- those scenes and and that's again something that dragged me in is like wow this is the start and i yeah. love you know for like bonds and and films like that that start on an action scene or you go straight into films that's such a good quality of, of, of that kind of film. well this when when um spielberg and george lucas were coming up with this idea whilst building a sandcastle on hawaii beach this that's the, how this all came about is that um george lucas uh had just done uh, a new hope went away for a holiday because he wanted to get away from it while everything was well all the the hype and everything was coming out and then when he realized it was actually it was doing all right his friend which is incredible to think that them two were just mates um came and joined him from a holiday and he george lucas was like i've actually got an idea i've got an idea for a film because spielberg had said to him i've always wanted to make a bond movie right and they were like right i have this character that we can make as a bond style so that's really interesting that you said that it, it felt like a bond film well the way it just i mean the it, opening. Did, it very much did yeah. throughout the film but um the the opening was so good and, yeah. and it's and it and the fact that he lost he lost he lost out essentially yeah. in the end and he even lost out in in the main and that's nothing to do with the story well it, the character is you're yeah. getting the characters in but um that initial, I can't even remember what the actual thing he's searching for is called, the little gold, the little, yeah, the little which gold man. I think would weigh a bit more than <laughs> a bit of sand, by the way. I mean, when he talks so loud, yeah. it's like you should be No, 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 in. no, this is solid gold, presumably. <laughs> let's, let's chuck a bit more in there. This is old school gold as well. Yeah, so this is a decent chunk of gold. <laughs> yeah. yeah, half a bag of sand will probably do it. Um, and that was too heavy, apparently. Yeah. So God knows what that was. But yeah, the the fact that he lost, you immediately you're rooting for him. Any you mm-hmm. know, you, it's it's Harrison Ford. You're rooting for him anyway. But the fact that you've got this guy who just turns up, he's he's clearly um, a mercenary, and that he's got the tribe on, on board with mm-hmm. him, and then obviously he gets the Nazis on board with him. So he's clearly yeah. a a really pleasant chap. <laughs> um, you, you're immediately rooting for for Indy, and I think the the way in which that set up the character because again I, I was expecting him being Harrison Ford and being a confident guy he is mm-hmm. was expecting it to be or, or again worried that it might be a bit too easy he's going to win he's going to win of course, well, of course he's going to win, win. but actually he doesn't he never, yeah, he no, never no, no, wins no he gets he just loses yeah he just loses a bit less yeah than he could have done yeah yeah, so, definitely, definitely. So, I, again, that that was a good element to it's me. It's a little bit of the, the everyman. I know we talked about it in the previous pod that we've done with Rocky, of that Sylvester Sloan was going for the everyman. This is how you achieve the everyman mm-hmm. yeah. character building. Yeah. Of that He has to have some flaws. He can't be this perfect guy. He, yeah. is a, he isn't very nice to Marion in, in, uh, in some parts. For granted... 
kind of for the the good of the story. Oh, for sure. <laughs> when, he, when he unties it and it's like, actually, actually. <laughs> I'm gonna put this gag back on you. Absolutely right. Yeah, absolutely right. And that's yeah. good. That's good storytelling. I mean, there was there were great moments in it. Um, just specific point, you know, the way in which they told the story, and and I was genuinely intrigued by their relationship. Yeah. You know, obviously they they refer to things that happened in the past. Oh. A few things were no, 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 no. It's a good thing, but a few things were omitted, omitted from the script. So when they were originally casting, right, for uh, Marion, um, I'm not going to say who they were casting because we're going to go into the casting alternatives later. But they they scripted her as a 25 year old woman, uh, and she says in they the haven't bar, seen each other for 10 years. We haven't seen each other for 10 years. <laughs> I was a child. It's like yeah, you were 15. Yeah. So they. Uh, um, I he was a bit like, curious. Yeah, he didn't yeah. like that. So um, she's she's thirty. She's a woman, she, the, uh, um, which is quite refreshing to see yeah. a, a a woman and not girl at age appropriate. Um, Harrison Ford was thirty nine when he filmed it, so the 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 nine year age gap is right. But also him saying her saying rather, I was a child. She's a thirty year old woman. Ten years ago, when you're twenty, she will have been relatively. Naive, naive yeah and he would have been this 29 year old man he he was a yeah. man and she had just come out of a teenage so you can see why she'd be she would say i was a child oh yeah um but yeah they deliberately omitted of actually how old she is <laughs> it was a bit I, I think maybe for it could have done with a bit further explanation just so you're not you're not were you literally a child yeah you could please Put an edge on it. <laughs> and what did you do? But you know, specifics, please. Yeah. Um, talking about that scene. So that's the when they first meet, mm-hmm. and 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 Indy comes out, the Nazis come in, and mm-hmm. fire and gun gun uh, fire. I thought that scene was was really good. It was quite graphic in places, mm-hmm. and I want to just talk about the the tonal <laughs> discrepancies. The rating of it. This is a PG. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay, so. You always had you had a lot of headshots. You had um, people's faces melting, mm-hmm. um, people getting set on fire, yeah. all sorts of stuff. <laughs> the, I mean, the the PG rating aside, I thought tonally this was a bit all over the place. Right. Okay. Because you had for, on once uh, once in there, mm-hmm. you had you had the headshots and and it, it's quite graphic. Like I say, the next scene or the next big sort of fight scene, the the chase mm-hmm. in the marketplace or whatever you call it. That was slap, pure slapstick. Yeah. Those assassins coming in, uh, whatever you call them, mercenaries coming in and stabbing each other yeah. and taking big swings at Indy. And that was complete polar opposite. Yeah. It was, it was I, I've written down here in, in the later um, stunt when they, find the, when they actually get the arc out was quite dis- like stunt show at Disney World yeah. style, which I'm not saying did it's a bad like thing. Did you like that? So did I'm not saying it's a bad thing at yeah. all. Uh, you know, with the gun, the the bullets hitting the floor yeah. as he runs it, that kind of thing yeah. that you'd expect to see at a stunt show. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then again, you go back and it's quite graphic in some yeah. places. So it bookends it, doesn't it? The yeah, sort of, I think so. The, the start and the end is intense. Yeah. Nazis, yeah. head explosions, face melting, ah, fire <laughs> and brimstone, literally. Um, and then the middle bit is. Family fun. It's fa- it's family fun exactly, yeah. and the car ch- the car scene the car chase which I, I thoroughly enjoyed mm-hmm. and one of the stunts we'll talk about in a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, 
all the stunts in it this was movie. Qu- there was a bit where he takes out some scaffolding in the van and that was like it, I mean half of it could have been out of Monty Python <laughs> genuinely <laughs> yeah. like some of the slaps some of the chasing Brian through yeah the it was pure slapstick comedy <laughs> and and again not a bad th- I'm not that's not a, a no it's just a a, negative yeah. I just tonally I guess it had to do that because it yeah. needs to it needs to grab all the listeners, all the listeners, all the viewers, mm-hmm. and and children. Um, That's to set up the characters as well. These yeah. are these are bad people. Well, yeah, you you wouldn't really get that from just being Nazis. You know, you need to show <laughs> them actually doing these things. Um, yeah, so that again, not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just it was jumping from light to dark in some places in a sort of a very alarming way you know see i like that I no i don't d- mind it I'm i just... did like that i think that i think if it had been one or the other throughout the film it would have been one either too dark you're like this is actually really yeah this is not a romp through the, <laughs> the <laughs> desert um, but then also if it had been too fluffy yeah. you wouldn't have got the actual um the gravitas of the situation of that he's he's trying to get this back. Yeah, quite right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, possibly, I've got a couple of possible points why it might have been a little bit more fluffy than originally intended. So originally it was rated R. Originally the the rating for it was R because it had head explosions and headshots. Headshots. People getting set on fire. Oh yeah, all all the good stuff. Um, so they actually <laughs> dialed it back, and um, the, the 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 final scene with the famous head exploding uh, scene, they actually put a fire effect in front of it, so you couldn't see it as graphic. They um, they added um, red dust instead of liquid blood a lot of the times when the people were getting shot. They didn't. Some of them did. There was there was a level of like. The guy from did you did you did you know what did you notice the the guy the the wrestler that he was fighting mm-hmm. that got done by the um, oh the plane the yeah. plane propeller do you know who he was go on he was a wrestler he was in Alvida same pet <laughs> <laughs> wow. he was bomber in Alvida same pet <laughs> really good uh, Jordy nineteen uh, seventies and then they did Alvida same pet returns or something um, one for you Alvida same pet fans yeah yeah. Um, so basically, he was a wrestler. He was a. He was a. Yeah, he looked like kid. a wrestler. Yeah, he was. He a looks big, like he'd do well in. He'd a big guy. Um, so they had the they had the liquid blood splatter there of when he got. Um, yeah. oh, I don't know what the propellant. Yeah, was he looking for this to propel his career? Ho <laughs> 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 um, Yeah, so that had the blood effects, but in other ones when they, when they were shooting people. It was dust, right? It was okay. Red dust that was actually fired out of them, so it wasn't blood. Um, a little bit more Disney style that they don't have blood in Disney films, or if it does, it's gone very quickly. But they didn't have any. Um, I, they could have used. I'm sure they could have found something else that uh, for red dust, but they use um, a kind of pepper, a red pepper, to do it, um, which. The, the stunt people and the the uh, crew all were quite allergic to so yeah the, uh, they were sneezing, get, all, the sneezing all the time on the on the set um could have used red salt 
Well, Red Salt, oh, yeah. yeah. Getting the rooms. For, for, uh, for the craft's uh, services as well. How many people would you say died in this movie? Like, not actually on location, I was gonna in say. the film. Body count. Body. <laughs> yeah, but Red is the last arc. 600 crew members die. A few of them got dysentery, so... <laughs> how many people, how many characters... It's going to be quite a few, right? Yeah. So... I don't want to go too high and spoil it. <laughs> yeah, 600 people. I'm going to go low. Okay. I think 80. Oh, that's low. <laughs> You've ruined it. You've oh, ruined my no. thing. 64. 64. Including the monkey. That's Including the monkey, who's a little bastard, by the way. <laughs> He's so cute. He was very cute. Bad dudes. <laughs> Indy killed 11. Yeah. So All Nazis. Yes. And um, very few actually directly. I think he only actually killed like three by actually like shooting them. Are you including the guy he took his uniform, the guy who he stole his uniform from? In fact, two people who he stole his uniform from in the last scene. Are they dead or are they just knocked out? No, I think they're just knocked out. Okay. Are they not in the figures? I don't think they're in the figures. Okay. I think that's right. I'm just, I'm just no. checking. I want to see your stats. Stats. Uh, uh, we will have to consult the internet where I, I got these stats from. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to the internet. Uh, no, I don't think that. I think a lot of them were there. Uh, did you, did you like the, um, the machete gunfight scene? And then he was like, fantastic. Oh, yeah. Let's just pull the gun. Yeah. Do you know why they did that? I do know why they did that. It's quite a famous... I remember you telling me why they did that. For the life of me, I can't remember. Go on. So, um, when they were filming in Tunisia, um, everyone on the crew, including Harrison Ford, except for Spielberg, uh, got violently ill. They all got dysentery, so they were all shitting themselves inside and out for several days. Nice. Um, uh, Including when they were filming this, because they didn't want to lose... Days, they yeah, yeah. Days of Done shooting. Um, so that partly why I think that the uh, the chase scene, that whole market scene, was a little bit more slapstick. They had choreographed really intense fight scenes, and um, with the guy with the machete, there was a fully choreographed stunt routine of where he was going to fight him with the whip and stuff like that. And Harrison Ford went, "No, I'm really <laughs> ill. How about uh, I've got the quote somewhere? What did he say? Just why you find that? Yeah, they." The whip wasn't used as much as I was expecting. It was used in parts, but... It was used in parts, yeah. Uh, it Just because was... it's synonymous with, with Indy, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, that sort of thing. <laughs> it's a good comic moment, and this film was full of great lines. I mean, Harrison Ford delivers them perfectly. Why don't we just shoot the sucker? That was my Harrison Ford. <laughs> Why is Harrison Ford even sound like? The pure <laughs> Mark Hamill impression. <laughs> Why don't you... Nah. <laughs> that was, I went to slice the loan again. That's my default. Why don't you just shoot the sucker? Um, yeah, so he just... It was like, can we just shoot him and I'll go back to my trailer? So they just shot him. And it's a great moment. It's brilliant, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think you actually, like, genuinely went, pow, when you did that. <laughs> um, there was a few bits in it that you laughed out loud. Oh, for sure. You I'll, actually... Let's see what I've got written here. I did. Uh, good God. That's what the Hebrews thought. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, 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 oh, the cautious fellow. Uh, the cautious fellow I am. Uh, 
you know, and then he throws his gun into the suitcase. Yes, like, yeah, at the just start. perfect. At the start, yeah. really perfect. And it sets up his character. And it sets up you are you guys going to take risks? Should we talk about that stunt now? Actually, the the Which stunt one? in the well, yeah, you know that stunt from Indiana Which Jones? one? Yeah, the um the stunts in the car chase when he he got he crawls the under truck. Well, he crawls under oh, the truck. Oh my god! Yeah, that was genuinely one of the best things I've seen in, yes. uh, in cinema. Yeah, yeah. all done. That was in camera. All done in camera. Amazing. Um. So the uh, um the the guy the actual name of the stunt guy. Uh, escapes me, which is terrible because I always feel bad for the stunk the stunk people when they're they're like they they make this film these films so much and I can't remember for the life I remember his name, but the the guy Diddy he actually wanted to do it on a previous film a few years prior to filming this, and it just didn't work out. The the um they couldn't get the stunt right. It kept going dangerous basically and him nearly dying. So they scrapped it, and then when they got onto this, he was like right, I've got this great idea for this this stunt thing. I can do it. Can we put it in? And uh, um, Spielberg was like, yep, yeah, go for it. Do it. And so that guy did that entire stunt. They had a dolly on the side of the truck. So there was a um, the truck was moving. There was a camera and a, and a dolly rig running along the side of it. And that guy literally went underneath, underneath, cut back on and hooked up. Amazing. It was amazing, wasn't it? Yeah, the 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 grab once he's clear of the truck and yeah. it grabs back on really, really good. Yeah. Um Harrison Ford did do quite a lot of the stunts in this yeah. himself. Apparently he wanted to do all of the stunts. Yeah. Um but for understandable reasons they said Wasn't no keen on that. Well few. yeah, I guess on that um, one, yeah. Apparently he asked and then they said no, it's dangerous, so he said no. He yeah. would do the ones that aren't dangerous. He's a smart guy. Yeah, yeah. Am I gonna get hurt in this? This isn't my job. I'm not a stunt guy. <laughs> The uh, the stunt when the um, when they dropped into the uh, the well of souls, which is the best name. For full of snakes. Full of snakes. Well of snakes. Surely you should have well, called that. Well of snarls. <laughs> that was my snake impression. No? That was good. Snarls. Snarls. What tenacious D? <laughs> Eat your soul. Um. I just got tenacious D running through my head now. Um. Yeah. So when when they dropped into it. In the version that we watched, because it was like the digitally remastered version, they actually they um, removed it. But on the original version, there is actually a plate of glass in between Indy, Harrison Ford, and that cobra. Oh, wow. And um, remember the version I used to watch when I was a kid, you could actually see the reflection. Not enough to take you out of it. It still looked terrifying. Uh, but that's how they did that. They were They were live snakes. They were serious snakes as well. Yeah, yeah. So the... Um, the snakes on the filming of it, it was filmed. This was filmed in so many different locations, but one of the ones, the one of the big locations that it was filmed on, was in um, Eels, Eelstree Studios in London. Okay. Um, and when they did, when they were going to do that scene, um, which was also shot on um, part of the set of The Shining, so that is that they they sort of nicked parts from the shining to, to do that um they had to go around all the uh, pet shops in london and go you got any snakes can we have and some just snakes can we just have some snakes um and the they got four thousand snakes wasn't enough so um some of those snakes are just bits of cable that they're just cut and sort of quilled up and put underneath and then they put the live snakes on top yes. of that um 
Oh, but they, I guess, cobras, or he says asps, and they but there yeah. Was diff- yeah, different the, types of. There were different types. Yeah, m- most of them were non-poisonous yeah. snakes. Um, I believe a, a crew member did get bitten by a python. That'll happen. Um, but they're not poisonous, are they? They're just. Let's they, hope not. They crush you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> X. They only crush you. Yeah, it's fine. Um, but they did. They did eat each other. A few of them. Um, and Stanley Kubrick uh, came for a visit to the set with his daughter, and his daughter was so horrified by the actual how they were treating these snakes that she called like animal rights on them, and they oh, got, wow. they got the studio got shut down for a day while um, like the RSPCA yes. or the, the oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> came in to check that these snakes were actually all okay. Bless him. Yeah. Go look after them snakes. Yeah, I thought that was like one of those like good honor because that oh, was gosh, yeah. Definitely. Go and go and check that the snakes are all fine. They were fine, but it's good to check. Got to check. Got to check. Some of them were being kept in a mum, a mummy's tomb. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> what about daddy's tomb? It's his father's too. Wow. That was a bad joke. That was, that was terrible. That was a tumbleweed. <laughs> let's uh, let's go somewhere else for that. Um, can we talk about Marion? Yes. Did you like her? She was extremely pretty. Okay, I, I wasn't going to go straight there. <laughs> I, I judge a woman's worth on aesthetics. <laughs> no, um, she was she was uh, obviously gorgeous, but um, personality, like the, the relationship she had with mm-hmm. Harrison Ford, you needed someone like that. Yeah. To, I mean, similar to, and this is one of my Star Wars comparisons, similar to Leia. Yeah. It's very similar to Han and Leia. Um the bickering yeah. and the the ulti- you know the ultimate love that they they share, mm-hmm. um, but no, I thought she was fantastic. So she was that is uh, Karen Allen. Yes. Um, she'd become a bit of a cult classic. She was in Animal House, okay. National Lampoon's Animal House, in seventy uh, eight. Okay. So three years. Three before. years before yeah. this, um, and. Um, Spielberg apparently saw her in that and loved her personality yeah. in it, and they were like, "She's perfect for it. She's ballsy. She's yeah. she's good. She's a good, um, believable love interest. If that can, I know she has she has a love interest, but that she's almost like a. Um, she's a foil for him. She's a yeah 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 yeah. They yeah. they they are on par with each other. Yeah. She gives as good as she gets. Oh for sure. Like literally, she belts him. She doesn't slap him. She punches him. And she's got some incredible jewelry. <laughs> that was ridiculous. <laughs> when she just pulls out. it, okay, I've just got this. No worries. Yeah, I've been wearing this forever. Um, <laughs> that's a bit. It's a big chunk of uh, of necklace. Well, she didn't. She hasn't really. She's done. She's done other things. But when I was when I was researching into this, because I was thinking, I don't. I haven't seen her really in very much. She was in the Carpenters. Was she was she. No, she looks very much like. Karen I was going to say, I don't think she was. She looks like Karen Carpenter. She does look like Karen Carpenter. Um, she did. Um, after she did this, she went more to small roles and Broadway. She did a lot of theatre. Okay. So Is she in the sequels? No. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, sorry. No, <laughs> I refuse to watch them. Was yeah, that... Temple of Zoom, they get a uh, blonde in. So was that a choice? Right, questions. Mm-hmm. Spielberg for two and three? Oh. Oh, stumped. I'm going to have to research this. Yeah. Oh, you, doing your job for you. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna go no for Temple, yes for Last Crusade. Okay, so the reason I ask, yes, um, 
is because yeah she they were so great together yeah and i guess maybe you want to refresh things have a different dynamic going forward but it did seem a bit weird because she was a big big part of the film and i would like to explore that a bit more they um they do mention it in temple of dune that where she's gone and why she's not there steven spielberg was the director of temple of doom oh <gasps> and um you're listening to andy google's indiana jones um and what do you reckon i think yes for crusade yeah so yeah, he, he directed all, all, of all three oh, wow. so from what you just said there about him loving her yeah it seems odd unless it was her choice or or a stylistic choice I to go somewhere but it was her choice I'd imagine. I just, um, this is going literally nothing off my own opinion on it, but I I, I know she had she got a bad eye infection <laughs> after yeah, it. Yeah, probably don't do the massive Hollywood films. So after I, that. I believe that she went a little bit rogue after that, or a little bit more low budget. Okay. Um. But yeah. Ah. So that's good to know. There you go. I'm yeah. teaching you. You are teaching me. Thank there you very go. much. Um. No, I thought she was absolutely brilliant, and um. The dynamic was, was spot on. Um, I knew she wasn't dead, obviously. <laughs> you, can't, you can't introduce a character like that and then... And then <laughs> Is she in the truck? No, she's not in the truck. She's this film has an hour left. Obviously not. Um, but yeah, she was great. Yeah. As was Indy. As was his friend. Enjoyed his friend. Uh, his name I, I didn't even know in the first place. I can't even... Sal- sal- Salama? Salah? Salah. That guy, anyway. Allah. Very good. Yes, he was great when. Did, did you recognize where he was from? No, I didn't. What if I said, okay, big movie franchise? Indiana Jones. <laughs> yes, he's in that. Uh, other big movie franchise. What if I said. And my axe. He's not Gimli. <laughs> he's Gimli. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Would never. You could have. We could have done this for another six years and I wouldn't have got that. Yeah, and he's Welsh. Which I think you got. Do you know when he was singing when she kissed him? Yeah. And he kind of was going a little bit operatic. And I think yeah. you said, I was like, is he Fiddler on the Roof? Like, no, he's not Fiddler on the Roof. He's not Tolpen. He has that, that yeah. bassy tone to his voice. Yeah, though, he's, he? he's Welsh. He's Welsh. Um, it's a positive stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> he's Gimli. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. And my axe. And my axe. Very good. Thank you. Um, <laughs> have you seen Lord of the Rings? Yes, I have seen Good. Lord of the Rings. I've been trying to get you to rewatch it, actually. I know, I know, I do like... It's a real slog, though, It, it? is a slog. Once you've seen it. Well, the thing was, I was burned, so I watched them when they first came out, and I didn't realise it was a trilogy, so I watched... One of the most famous trilogies in... Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not good with the whole reading books things. I'm more film. Um, so I watched uh, Fellowship of Rings, and I can vividly remember watching it in my bedroom... And everyone's like, oh, this is amazing, this is amazing. And then they're on a lake, and it finishes. And I was literally <laughs> like, what the fuck? I'm just, this, why, is this not, why is this not the end? Why is, he, why is he not throwing the ring in the thing? So then I watched the other one. Two Towers. A little bit um, in, uh, what's the word? Out of obligation. Or... No, not that. When you're, you're annoyed at it, I felt cheated. Right, so the sec- the the second and third one you were 
you were annoyed at initially. You were annoyed yeah, at yeah. I was I was going in a bit like, ah, oh, I've been gypped. I've got to watch <laughs> six more hours of this. Of really good cinema. It's really good. I know it's good. I think I need to I need to watch it again. We need to that. we need to invest a weekend and watch it. Yeah, I th- um, it's 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 compulsive. I think the problem is, if we just for some reason keep talking about Lord of the Rings, <laughs> the Fellowship of the Ring, is the setup. So I, I think to watch that again is a bit of a struggle. Yeah. I think two two towers. I have watched. I, I say I say that I I was annoyed by it. I have watched the Fellowship of the Ring multiple times yeah um so I, uh, i've I never could... seen the hobbit i've not seen the hobbit no, i've not read the hobbit no no i think because i was i felt gypped by the <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, i'm not gonna go You're back still... we should we should give them a we should we give it should. a chance because it, like we're obsessed with the um, star wars and things so it's like well we're in the fantasy realm we should we should i think so i think yeah. it'd be good to see elijah wood again yeah you know, for, from, you know, we... We've been here before. <laughs> that was my Elijah Wood. It's great. Thank you. I think. Yeah. I can't remember how he speaks. He's, he's just like that. Just like that. That's Solid. It. Yeah. Um, back to Indiana Jones. <laughs> if I must. Um, the... Oh, can we talk about Star Wars, right? Let me just... Because this is going to be hanging over me the whole time. So... The similarities to Star Wars. Yeah. You've obviously got George Lucas. Yeah. That's a given. You've yeah. got John Williams doing the music. Yeah. That's a given. Yeah. You've got Harrison Ford yeah. playing one of the lead characters. That's yeah. a given. Mm-hmm. Wow. The... Yeah. But yeah, carry on. No, but it, it is. No, 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 no. I'm going to go. I'm going to... Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna I got shit. I got shit on it. Um, so you had the music, obviously, and, and the, the layer theme. It was very, very marginally different. It was quite, quite similar yes. um, in that respect. You had um, the identity swap. This so in Star Wars, the um, Han and Luke uh, take the identity of stormtroopers. Yes. Um, to save Leia. Mm-hmm. Um, in this one, he takes the identity of Nazi. Mm-hmm. Um, to save uh, stormtroopers, arguably the Nazis. They're the, they're very the much the Nazis system. of the piece. Yeah. The solar system. They certainly are, um, and the relationship between. Um, Indy and Marion was I mean it was lifted from start it yeah. was just the same relationship yeah. um, you had also the, the villains being wiped out in one swoop at the mm-hmm. end mm-hmm. which I, with a big explosion with a big explosion uh, so very similar there, there are going to be because mm-hmm. you've got the actor and the, and the director involved and the writer uh, well not the director but the writer yeah, yeah. Um, and again not a bad thing yeah not a bad thing. Just quite similar, and I can see why in that in that respect it's stood the test of time, and it's such a, a cult classic. Mm-hmm. It's such uh, something that a lot of people would have a lot of love for and nostalgic. Well, I don't think it was accidental. I think it was very much so. There is a lot of um, like Easter eggs in oh, right, okay. that are um, Star Wars, but literally nice. plopped it in. Um, big one being so the plane at the start. Okay. Um, the the name of the plane, the number on the side of the plane, is OB dash three PO. That is the name of the plane. Amazing. So uh, for for people that don't know Star Wars, it's Obi Wan Kenobi and C three PO. How have you not seen Star Wars? <laughs> I've seen Star Wars. Um, we dressed up as a little side note for a. Uh, uh, Comic Con a few years ago, Liverpool Comic Con, Manchester, Manchester Comic Con. Uh, we went as um, I, you were R two D two. I was R two D two. 
and complete I w- with helmet. Yeah, and I was uh, Luke. No, you no, were Yoda. I, I was Yoda. Our one-year-old son was Luke, uh, and he wore you on his back. Like the scene in the uh, Dagobah system. Yeah, we will post this on the Instagram, so if you're interested in actually what that looks like of a... Uh, um... You looked hot. I looked ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, in my uh, Ikea helmet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> works for me. Oh, God. I don't know if the ears worked for me, though. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. I made them as well. I'm making them going. It looks really good, but you look daft. I've got, to, I've got to walk around thousands of people here in this. I didn't paint your face, It though. was hot as well. It was very hot. It was warm in that, in that fabric yeah, helmet. Yeah, in, in my summer dress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I was wearing a full Yoda robe. With Complete a, with child. With a baby Bjorn on front. On front. Oh dear. Um, so, the, excellent. So yeah, sorry, OB3, I, I digress. OB3PO. So yeah, uh, OB3PO. Um, the plane sound at the start when he, when he's running away from the, 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 uh, the tribe. natives, the tribes, uh, and he's like, get the plane started when it doesn't first start. That's the Falcon, that's the Millennium Falcon misfiring. Amazing. Um and uh, in the when he goes into the um, oh the name escapes me what it was not the well of souls but you know when he goes into the pit yes the, the map place yes when he goes into the thing map chamber um, behind him uh, on the wall in the hieroglyphs is a little R2D2 and a C3PO oh, and I'll man. post the, I'll post a picture of this because it's a proper little little Easter egg behind Love it. it just they just sort of cut through it, it. but there's loads of sounds uh, that they use like the um, at the end when the um, when the cameras go that's um, when they explode when the God it's gets inside them that's O2 R2. That's, I'm getting all excited and flustered. Uh, that's when... Um, R2 gets R2. electrocuted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's there's loads, there's loads of little, little sounds in it. But what you were saying with Harrison Ford yep. being in it, and it's a given that Harrison Ford is going to be in it, um, George Lucas didn't want him. Well, no, I wasn't saying that it was a given he was going to be in it. I was saying it was a given that there was going to be a comparison with ah, him and right, Han okay. because he was in it. Yeah. If, if that had been played by Mark Hamill, mm-hmm. it would have you wouldn't have had the... Yeah. It would have been compared with Luke. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, essentially, it was the same character, right? More or less. He's, yeah. He's a bit rogue. He's he's very headstrong. Yeah, I think I think that's confident. why George Lucas didn't want him to be him. Because he, um, he said that he, he didn't want... At the time, Martin Scorsese cast Robert De Niro in all his films. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he referred to him as My Bobby. Uh, and Lucas didn't want that. He didn't want Harrison to be in all his films. He'd been in um, Star Wars, Empire, uh, in uh, um, Empire Strikes Back, and it's like this was the the next one. So it was like New Hope was in seventy seven, Empire was in eighty, Raiders was in eighty one. It was literally like boom, boom, boom. He would have been in all yeah. the films. Um, so he actually vetoed it. And well, I think we're going to probably get onto the casting alternatives quite soon. But Harrison Ford was actually brought in three weeks before the principal photography started. He was really late to it. Yeah. They 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 hired other people. Was he keen to get involved in it? Yeah, I think he wanted to do it. Right. Um, but they'd hired 
other people and then they dropped out for whatever reasons. I'll, I'll go into the reasons why they dropped out um, when we get on to that. But I think it's one of the Harrison Ford, it was actually probably a really good thing for him to get known so quickly as a, as a different character. Um, because if you think from the from A New Hope in 77, that sort of, um, what could you say, maybe like 10-year period up until um, like from Witness, which I think was 85, possibly. With the Armitage people. With the Armitage, <laughs> the Armitage people. Uh, um, Armitage people. Um, and then up to... Um, Dr. Richard Kimball. Um, <laughs> the Fugitive. Uh, the Fugitive. Um, Your Fugitive's name is Dr. Richard Kimball. Which I think was 89. It was late 80s. That, like, 10-year period. He was he was in everything. He was in Blade Runner. He did all of the um, the trilogy of uh, Empire, um, Empire, Star Wars. He did the trilogy of this, Indiana Jones. So he was in... Car- uh, Han Solo was in Carbonite for... Empire. Yes, end of it, so, yeah. So, for a decent amount of the film, right? I always assumed that was... Uh, no, it's at the end. It's right at the end. But he's, there's still a large chunk where the... So he gets he gets frozen in carbonite, and then... Spoiler! Sorry! Oh, but... no, right, sorry, let's not talk about it. But, right, I, I, I think I assumed, because of the kind of character Harrison Ford is, I assumed that he was not keen on doing it I assumed that he'd been, in a way, written out of Star Wars for a section because he didn't want to be as involved. Oh no! I don't I, I, for some some reason I think, I think that's because now he he's got a bit of a reputation for he doesn't want to do right. That might just be. Um, I, I'm sure I heard that, but it, that might just be me making I'm, assumptions. I might be wrong. We'll we, we'll fact check this. We can fact check it. Um, but I, I don't think so. I think that he was that that this this was like his time. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he'd done all the films in between, so it wasn't like that he'd been um, typecast as these these roles. Um, That's the thing. He's he's unique in many ways. He's been typecast in three or four different roles. Yes. So you've yeah. got your uh, Air Force One style, fugitive yeah. style, um, Harrison Ford. You've got your Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. Han Solo, Harrison Ford. Um, and I think because he's so, because um, he is so charming, I think. Mm-hmm. And he and he does have that grumpy element to him. Yeah, he, because, he's, 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 a, he's a well-rounded character. Yeah, he's, yeah. Uh, him himself is, Harrison Ford himself yeah. is, a, is an interesting enough person that when he wants to take, to bring that element of his character out of mm-hmm. him, he can really pull it off. Yeah. Um, so yeah, to be typecast as several different characters yeah. is quite impressive, and, yeah. and obviously lucrative for him yeah. in the eighties, like so. Yeah, um, and also his um, at the time in his eight in in the eighties, his then wife they got divorced in eighty five. Uh, she was massive writer. Right. Um, so she wrote, um, uh, E. T. with wow. Spielberg on breaks in between shooting when she came to visit Harrison Ford. All these husband. films being made on holiday. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, they, they, they wrote it together. Well, they, they came That's up with cool. the idea of it, like, on this on this thing. So. Um, and Harrison Ford plays Elliot. 
<laughs> he plays E.T. <laughs> so it's got a good, yeah, it's got a good range. <laughs> so E.T. was in uh, 82. So it was the following year. So they wrapped on this, then went into E.T. Wow. It was a much shorter shoot, smaller budget. Yes. I can, I can imagine was, uh, Andy working with children as well. 10 million, um, 10 million budget compared to 18 million was this. So has Spielberg done anything else after this? He's done one or two... <laughs> He did a small film that you might have heard of called Jurassic Park. Only my favourite film of all time. Did he direct? Uh, <laughs> did he direct Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom? Oh God, did he? <laughs> no, he didn't. I was gonna say, didn't. don't, don't like. I know you said Temple of Doom, but Temple of Doom's good film. I was. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah. I imagine he had nothing to do with uh, oh, Fallen Kingdom. God, I hope not. Um. Just before we go into more of your trivia, which I'm looking forward to doing, just with regards to the story and the character and everything, uh, video game fans, PlayStation 4 fans. Okay, I'm out this. PlayStation fans. um, I'm a a Game Boy colour kind of (laughs) guy. Not even advanced, just the colour. Just the colour, classic. (laughs) What colour? Purple. Purple, the clear purple. No, 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 no. I had a clear purple one. I had, I didn't want to see the gubbins. I wanted gubbins. No, I, I, I was a, I was a uh, opaque purple with the camera. I had a, I had a yellow camera. Yellow. A yellow I'd, camera. I had a red camera. And I wanted the contrast between the purple and the yellow. Very, very good. Uh, and uh, the little printer. I, I had think the printer. we have it upstairs. I had the printer. The, uh, uh, oh, the sticky wow. back. Did you ever play those games on the, the camera? The, yeah, uh, when like you... Space Invaders type yeah, games? Yeah, and it was like, boom. Boom, and it was juggling. your head. Yes! Yeah. Yes, I did that. I had all that. Good times. With a little mirror, so you didn't cripple your eyes while you were watching it. So anyway, in the future, um, the Uncharted games. So very oh, po- I know them! Oh, very popular yes. series of games. I've watched you play them. You have watched me play Uncharted 4, specifically. Yeah. Um, and I-, I knew there was a parallel between them, but you know, Uncharted essentially is uh, an Indiana Jones film mm-hmm. without the license. You know, they... Oh, yeah. The main the main character um, Nathan Drake is is Indiana Jones. He, he goes and looks for artifacts. He's Mo- even got the stubble. He's even got the stubble. Yeah, he's a he's a good looking guy, the Nathan stubble, Drake. Stubble, yeah. Um, <laughs> take a moment for myself. Put it away. Um, <laughs> Sorry, some thought. Okay. Um, but yeah, there's uh, even the 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 wit of him and the the moral the morality of mm-hmm. of the main character in Uncharted is very. Um, similar to to um, Indiana Jones, nice. so uh, this is a really lazy comparison because clearly that was a, a reference point for the the games makers. But having watched the film now and having played the games now, it's it's essentially an Indiana Jones game. Right. Every every one of them, um, with big set pieces and and um, a lot of similarities. Yeah. So anyone who's not played Uncharted and is a big fan of Indiana Jones, I'd highly recommend it. It's very cinematic. Um, the story is very story driven so yeah did you when you were saying about the cin- cinematic um, aspect of it what do you think of how it was filmed and edited did, did you did you notice anything different about it or okay I'm going to show my filmmaking shortcomings here and, and being able to identify things like this because I think films in the 80s late 70s 80s mm-hmm. have a very specific look mm-hmm. that I would I would describe as just being a film okay yeah you, that sounds stupid but yeah. 
there's a there's a look that I think they maybe had a template at the time, and that's how you made a blockbuster film. Mm-hmm. That's probably wrong, and you're going to tell me the specifics of it. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, like Goonies, like there's nothing that I that I see as a as a, a layman amateur, yeah. not you know, not even amateur. Um, just an watcher. enjoyer of just cinema. Just an enjoyer of cinema. There's nothing specific that I see in the cam the camera choices or the even the lighting anything like that apart from the shadow of Indiana Jones mm-hmm. when he's meeting Marion which is fantastic there's there's nothing specific to that that I really identify in those kind of films I think I think that may be because they they've they've all sort of copied this model so when this when this was done so this film this was patient zero pretty much like oh. there was there was ones before it but um, this film, so this one, like I said, the the Oscars, this one for visual effects, product design, uh, film editing, uh, and the the editing in it, just to go a little bit, it's not, niche, ne- yeah. So the film editing of it is it's classed as fast editing and central framing. And so what that essentially means is that uh, so the the scene taken, for example, the scene at the very start. When you before you've even seen into when you're following him through when you were saying you were following the the men through, there's a 16 second shot there that has 12 different se- separate establishing shots, and um, and basically what that that's fast editing, and it shows the shot of, um, the guy's face, the whip, the gun, the the uh, the established where they are, the back of his head. And that really fast-paced, um, the standalone pieces, they are spa- they could be static images from almost like a cartoon or a, or a story storyboard, um, and they are to um, set the pace of it. That you know that this is going to be this this is going to be a romp of an adventure because it's yeah. literally it's like cut cut cut. Here's here's what it is. And then when you come to it, it's a central framing. So it's like here's the character, and a lot of the a lot of the shots that they did. Did you notice that the um, there was someone in the foreground, in the background, and they were having a conversation between the two, and both of them were in focus. Yeah. Um. So the character, in order to drive the uh, the story forward, they were actually you were following and move around the shot. So they were coming close to you when they were talking, they were going far away, they were moving moving through it. Um, similar with the, the central frame that Spielberg had done in Jaws. Um, so the, the famous dolly shot when, he, when he's on the beach and it's the zoom up and it's that vertigo effect that's called a dolly zoom. Um, and it's it's... It's a way of using the camera and the editing to give the audience a sense, like a feel of what it's going to be about. So the fast editing of this film, you knew this was going to be a fast pace. You were going to romp through it. Yeah. Um, they use that. They basically lifted that. In the, in this film, they use it when it's when it's needed. But you know, like one of my favorite films, Mad Max Fury Road. Oh. It's yeah. all this. Okay. It's that central that that first fast paced. Or with the fight scenes when it's like, um, here's a basket, here's a thing. Da, 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 da. Gives you that sort of chaotic sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they basically filmed the entire of Free Road like that. 
Um, and it is very, very much, it's like a, almost like a comic book. I mean, Fury Road's um, George Miller, who it had done Sin City, yeah. and that very much that comic book stylistic. And Yeah, so each, each fan, panel, like, you're yeah, moving between yeah. panels, right? Um, so they they did that in this. They did it more in this when it was needed. So they don't they don't just do that. They do the long shots. That would be as tiring. Well. Like, yeah, yeah. Be, you'd be watching like I mean, Fury Road is one of my favorite films. As is as mine as well. Oh, I think it's a fantastic film. But you you finish that film, you're like, oh, okay, okay, I'm done now. But yeah. Um, Furiosa. Fury. Ah. Oh, so good. Whoa, well, boys. Is that too loud? I'm sorry if I just popped your ears. <laughs> Let's war shout boys. war boys into the air. War boys! War boys! War boys! War boys! It's going to break into Duran Duran. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, sorry if I went off on a little bit of a... We've gone on a, quite a few tangents uh, this yeah. evening. I like tangents. It's tangents where my, where my brain works. Just literally boom, 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 like a little pinball machine. <laughs> tangents is good. Everyone's asking, when are we getting to alternative casting? Oh! Now. I'd love to get there, go now. there now. Should, Should we, we go, go there straight to via there Fury Road? Fury Road, yeah. Um, no one in Fury Road was an alternative candidate for this. Just so there's there's no tenuous link there. But we're gonna go anyway. So pick a character. Uh, I want to go for my Maid Marian. Maid Marian. Um, yeah. So she was originally thought to be too old for it. She's thirty. Um, so they... Which is Hollywood 50. Yeah, exactly. Not anymore, <laughs> thankfully. Thank God. Um, Sean Young, who... You're looking at me blankly. You know you know who Sean Young is. She's Blade Runner. Oh, oh right, she's, okay. She's the, the, the love interest in Blade Runner. She was the... Um, she was used for the screen tests. So she was... Oh, she was on board. Yeah. Okay. You no, can I can see, see that. Yeah, I yeah. can see that, yeah. Um, she was... Like she was there, front and center for it. Um, so she was in Blade Runner the year after this. Yes. So right. they didn't cast her in this, and then they cast her in Blade Runner. Famously, her and Harrison Ford didn't get on. So yeah, so it good might job. Have been a different film. It might have been a very yeah. different film if she'd been uh, cast for it. So she was the big one. Um, who else would you like? Oh, that—that that was she was the only alternative casting. Oh, uh, pretty much Debbie Winger and Amy. Um, Irving. Irving, yeah. Okay, I'm just reading your paper. Thank you, yeah. I'm, I'm so keen to see these people. Um, I'm going to wait wait for Indy. Okay, you're going to go somewhere else. Uh, have you got the bad Nazi man? Yes! Uh, so his name is never um, said in it. He's in it as the, um, the, the credits, the, right. they, they call him. He's called Todd in it, but it's not written like that it's uh t-o-h-t okay um but it's pronounced todd yeah um so he was the originally wanted roman polanski the director of yeah chinatown and rosemary's baby who he'd done a little bit of acting but he hadn't really done much um i mean he's creepy enough right he's a bit <laughs> <laughs> famously creepy yeah man. he could have he could have done it um but he couldn't get out to is he to... is he too unlikable to be a nazi <laughs> I think I think I think they, 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 that guy that they cast was brilliant. Oh, he was, he, was they did, so he wasn't actually that bald. They shaved him. That, oh, bless him! <laughs> <laughs> to oh, walk around no. with that uh, male pattern baldness for the, oh, the entire shoot. 
Um, that doesn't seem necessary. I think it's meant to make him creepier. Yeah, almost. it definitely did. Um, but yeah, so uh, Roman Polanski couldn't get out to uh, Tunisia. Right. So either I couldn't find that if it was that he couldn't get out or he wouldn't get out, but it'd be the. I'm sure he could have done if he wanted to. Yeah. Do, does Tunisia have extradition? <laughs> <laughs> you got into trouble. Um, um, right. Give me someone else. I I don't know any of the other names to be honest. Do you want Indy or are we saving Indy till let's, last? Let's save him for the for the. Um. So Indy's best buddy. Uh. Uh. Yeah, Fiddler on the Roof. Salha. Salah. Um, they wanted um, Danny DeVito. Okay. I could have seen Danny DeVito in yeah, this. Yeah, he's that kind of yeah. character. Yeah, sure. So they wanted him, but he was in a TV series called Taxi, and he was committed to it, and he couldn't, he couldn't get yeah. out of it. But in 1984, he basically paid, played this character in another one of my all-time favourite uh, movies, Romancing the Stone. Have you seen Romance in the Stone? I have not. Ah, I, I do remember. I do remember watching the first maybe ten minutes. Oh, it's so good. Um, who's the Who's the lead actor in that? It's um, Kirk Douglas. No, Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. Uh, yes, I remember watching the first sort of ten minutes, and then I went and did my thing. Yes. Oh, it's brilliant. It's so good. But he's so he was uh, cast in that in '84. Right. So he got he got it. He got his break. That's the Danny DeVito role, though, isn't it? The the charm, the sort of funny friend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think uh, um, in in, in *Romancing the, the Stone*, he's um, a little bit more um, thiefy, maybe, um, than this character was. But I think he could have played it. I think he. Yeah. I think you you could see him in that really well. Um, and the last one is probably. Indiana Jones? Indy, yes. Yeah. So okay. a lot of people, a lot of people that wanted a lot before they wanted Harrison Ford. Bless it. So Spielberg said... This is purely because of, of yeah, George so Lucas. Spielberg wanted Harrison Ford. Right. Um, he's always stated and stuck to the fact that he was his first choice. But it was George Lucas that was like, no, we, we, we should get someone else in right. for it, basically. Um, so a few of the alternatives they wanted was Steve Martin. Oh, that is incredible that you said oh, that. Okay. Because that wow, that's weird. So during the film, <laughs> when he's when he's um at the professor indie. Yes. I guess if we can call him that. I've written down and you can see it here, looks like Steve Martin. Yes. He looks like Steve yes, Martin. Yes, like young Steve Martin. A young Martin, Steve Martin. Yeah. He sounds like Steve Martin. Mm-hmm. That is ridiculous that you said ah, that. Like because hundred percent. Do you think he could have played no. the no, no. yeah. Just, just because I've not seen him, well, but he did a slapstick properly. <laughs> to be fair, um, that is incredible. Yeah. It? So they they wanted him. Um, that would have completely changed Steve Martin's career, right? I think so. I think they. Would I mean, he's had a great a, career, but I think they would have made him more of a. a bit more of a sex joke. Single? Sep- sim- Se- sex symbol. Sex symbol. Sex symbol. Because um, Steve Martin, I've always thought that Steve Martin is actually, he's a good looking guy. He's just, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. he's weird crush. Yeah, he's on, he's on the no, weird I... crush. Like, he's, he's, he's a good looking guy, but he's, he's had this Sergeant Bilko, sort of the goofball. Um, Roxanne, which Roxanne was one of my favourite. Have you seen Roxanne? The jerk as well. The jerk. Um, when he has the, the big nose. No. I've not seen that, no. It's very, very good. Sorry. Yeah, it's, we, that might be on the list because that's really, really good. It's got Dara Hannah. Dara, I can never say her name. 
Chris Dar- from Blade Runner. Oh, right, okay. Daryl Hannah. Daryl Hannah. Daryl yeah. Hannah. Um, but yeah, Steve Martin. Yep. Weird that you said that first as well. I'm so creeped out by that. <laughs> Why did I write down that you looked like Steve Martin? What What was like? Where was I going to say you that on this podcast? You could be a casting agent. <laughs> or not. Um, so another guy, which is in the sort of realms of the Steve Martin, Bill Murray. Oh. But he, he couldn't do it because he was committed to um, SNL, Saturday Night Live. So he would have had to drop out of that to do... That seems incredible that they'd, they'd pick up someone from SNL. Mm. And this was before um, the Ghostbusters was yeah. in 84. Which, yeah. uh, I'm just going to jump again. Sorry. Um, but the end shot when the, the arc shoots the bolt into the sky and it changed all the things. That was literally... It was like... Well, we see where that where Ghostbusters got that shot from. Well, that that's okay. Let me just stop here in okay. the middle of casting here. <laughs> the f- flame into the air. Yeah. The beam into the sky that's been synonymous with like yeah, specifically superhero films yeah. in the last sort of decade. Was that the first instance of of that uh, as far as you're aware? I'd imagine so. Yeah. And, yeah, and it's not even like a beam to sky. So no. the, the, it's a beam to God. These yeah. sending. Because um, that's become a, a trope of, of bad superhero films, yeah, really. Yeah, like, we're just going to, ah, fire something into the sky. Yeah. But I think this worked for this. There was oh, a, for sure. There was a legit reason why and there you was can a give bolt it, of... And you can give it... A, and the thunderstorms and yeah. things like that. You can give it a pass just on, on the basis that it might have been the first of its kind. Yeah, yeah. It just seems lazy now. But, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Bill Murray. Bill Murray. So, another one... Um, Jack Nicholson was up for it. These guys are just... They, were they just literally getting the dartboard with every <laughs> every every male person around at the time? the time? Um, this last one, who really, really wanted it, this was... he was, This guy was uh, George Lucas's get. He wanted him. Tom Selleck. Yeah, sure. I can totally see Tom 100%. Selleck in this yeah. role. I think that he would have been... I think it would have been great, and I think he would have done the sort of the goofiness of it. I think maybe the uh, um, we were in a relationship ten years ago. I was a child, me a little bit. Then it's done with Tom Selleck. And Depends just, if he's got this, the mustache. Yeah, just because I mean Tom Selleck is a gorgeous man, and we're not saying anything against that. Um, he's he's a man. He's man. a man. Yeah. Yeah. He probably like had facial hair when he was thirteen. Do you know? <laughs> he's just had that moustache but he was in uh, committed to Magnum P.I. I was going to say it was that around the time yeah Magnum so P.I. he was committed to doing it but sadly they didn't actually start filming until after this had wrapped and they filmed it on Hawaii so the, the shots where they filmed of, of this on Hawaii they filmed Magnum as well, so they were all there at about the oh, same time. Wow. So, but that's of of the list you've just given me there. He's the only one really that I could see as being a, a more direct replacement. Yeah. In terms of, I don't think the film would have necessarily been affected that much if it no. were Tom Selleck over Harrison Ford. Yeah, yeah. The other three, I mean, uh, Jack Nicholson is that's mental. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't see him doing it. The um. You could believe that she might have been a child if it was Jack Nicholson. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> and this is our last episode when we've been sued. Um, one of the casting alternatives that is one of those urban legends one was Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. But he's he never actually... 
he never got asked. It was one of those people said that he got asked to do it and he never actually got right. asked to do it. Um, oh, uh, last one that was actually nearly up for it, Sam Neill. Oh, Dr. Gaunt from yes. um, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. So, I... Yeah. Difficult to say. I think he's a bit more serious. Yeah. Um, A bit more understated. Because mm-hmm. he's funny. He can be funny, yeah. obviously. But I think maybe not quite as charismatic as... as but he may have been, Like, we're going there's like my big Sam Neill film, he's been in obviously lots of other things, is Jurassic Park in 93. So this was more than 10 years prior to that. So maybe 10 years younger very true. Sam Neill, he could have he possibly... No, very um, true, yeah. I like that. Yeah, I, 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 could, I could see that. I could see that. I'm glad they got their shot together in the end, yes. 12 years later. Yes, because he's brilliant. He's brilliant oh, in yeah. that. What he's essentially... Yeah, he's essentially he's a he's older Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah. With dinosaurs, just moved to bones instead of gold bust statues really that clearly light. weigh more than sand, or doesn't weigh more than sand because it went down. I assumed that it had gone down because it didn't weigh enough. Do you think it went down the bag because? Why would it go down if it was lighter? Because it was a booby trap and it was pressure sensitive. Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah. I think you're right. I, I'm just, I'm just. I think logically, I, I you'd think, think the that. heavier thing would push the thing down. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not, you know, that's just um, science. Do you want to hear some random trivia? I would love to There's hear some. There's some excellent, excellent random trivia. Hit me with some uh, trivia. Okay, so I'm going to go for the hat. Yes. The hat is from Savile Row. It's uh, Herbert Johnson hatshot in Savile Row, and it is the poet model. And his grey hat that he wore at the end is also from Savile Wow. He did look very smart, actually, he in, his, dapper, in his, uh, his suits. Suited and booted in his lovely grey suit at the end. Yes, please. Um, yeah, so the... Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sitting right. I'm right here. <laughs> You're talking directly to me. I know, but it's... it's yeah, it's understandable. Um, some of the sound effects from it. So the, so the sound got... Uh, uh, sound mixing got an Oscar, and then the actual... Uh, Ben Burt, who was the um, sound designer, he got a special achievement uh, Oscar for it. Um, because I think, this, I think the sound in this was fantastic, the, the sound effects that they used. So the, the boulder running through the uh, uh, chasing after him at the start, yeah. um, that was a Honda Civic driving down a gravel embankment in neutral. That was the sound that they used to get the boulder. Yeah. They did it with rocks and it didn't sound like it, so they actually had to... I can hear there. that, yeah. Um, and the uh, removal of the arc lid is a toilet lid being taken off a cistern. <laughs> That's all that is. I, don't, I was like, oh, genius. I love, I love when you find out the thing. And the punching sounds, um, they got a big pile of leather jackets and hit it with a baseball bat. So do you know when the like, proper like, slog punches? Yeah. That's, that's a baseball bat hitting leather. Nice. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Um... So this is yeah, this is early eighties. So they're having to these these things now are readily available. Yeah, they didn't. Just, have... You could just search something on a database. And yeah, they, 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 they were really working this with yeah, stuff out. Yeah, I know. So when we actually when we're searching for this, I kept calling it Indiana Jones and Raiders of the Lost Ark, but that's because 
in 2008 when they released the uh, box set of it, the DVD box set, they actually changed the name of it to fit in because the um, Temple of Dune is Indiana Jones and Temple of Dune, Last Crusade, Indiana Jones and Last Crusade. So they changed it to Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Is that similar to Star Wars, I guess? Because Star Wars Star was Wars initially Star Hope. Wars, wasn't it? And then it got changed to Star Wars and New Hope. Um, it, no, it's always been a New Hope. Has it? Yeah, it's always. If you look at the post, the original poster, it was just Star Wars. I know, but the name of the film, oh, maybe. But the name of the film, when it's Star Wars, it's it's. Yeah, Star I'm Wars talking about. Right. You're the guy that you're the guy that knows about film. <laughs> like, I'm uh, just an idiot. I don't think it was, but yeah. Um, so they changed it for the artwork cover. They they put Indiana yeah. Jones on. Um, again with the re-releasing, in uh, 2014. They actually re- they released a black and white version of this with um, an electronic soundtrack, and it was to focus on the editing because the editing is so good. Basically, yeah. um, the editing and the stage numbers, so the placement of the characters within the scene, they they did a black and white version to show it off more, so you weren't distracted by the colours. Like it. And things. Um, the this one is my personal favorite. I love this. I've I've heard this. So, in um, that's crazy. I'm getting all excited because I was like, I can oh. see setting up and everything. Straight up. So in uh, the Last Crusade. Yeah. Um, it is Indiana Jones and his dad in it. Yes. Uh, played by the amazing Sean Connery. It's a really good film. It's a really really good film. Um, and in it he doesn't call him Indiana. He calls him Junior. Henry. Henry, yeah, yeah. Junior, um, and there's a, there's a line in it that he says, uh, um, "We named the dog Indiana, like that's not your name. We called it the dog." And I always thought that was like a really nice little throwaway uh, little thing. But I'm doing the research on this. That is a little in joke. An indie joke. An indie. Oh, oh, I did it. You <laughs> did it. Um, it's an indie joke um, because. They got the name of Indiana Jones from um, George Lucas's dog. Is called uh, Indiana Smith, and that was a play from uh, the Steve McQueen film character in '66 of Nirvana Smith, and it was a bit like an in joke that they were like, "Well, it's Nirvana, it's Indiana," so they they called the dog Indiana. Okay. Um, and the the dog is a uh, mama 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 a big big ass furry dog. So not only did they use it for the inspiration for the name of this, he was the inspiration for Chewbacca. Oh wow! In Star Wars, the same dog. That's cool. That's cool, isn't it? I love that. When I was reading that, I was like, I love that fact. We should do a Dogs of Cinema podcast. Oh, that'd be really cute. Marley and me. Oh no, I'm not watching Marley and me. No. Um, oh. um, so they used the this Karen. I'm just firing off a few more random trivia's um, to set the scene because this is set in 1936. Well, yeah, I wasn't expecting the yeah. Yeah. Don't know why I wasn't. It? Well, I knew there were Nazis in it. Did not expect a time jump. Yeah, pretty. New. No idea why. <laughs> Yeah, so I didn't even walk around and I was like, yeah. he's a very dapper just, looking uh, Just 80s. in the 80s, you know, when the Nazis were. Yeah. <laughs> um, they used, at the start, they changed the Paramount logo to the one that was from the... Um, Brilliant. 
forties. Um, so it's the the old school one. It was it was um, Paramount Pictures. Lovely. And and not the Paramount thing. And so this was filmed all over the place. They had some good locations where they went to. So it was filmed in uh, so before Tunisia, England, partially in France, a few scenes in in uh, France. Um, but the the opening is filmed in Hawaii, and the island that they used in Hawaii is the same island they used in Jurassic Park. Wow! It's the same island. Uh, it's Nuba. In Jurassic Park, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that's not I, the name of the Hawaiian island. Yeah, yeah, was... no, it's um, Kuwaiya, something like that. That sounds Hawaiian. Hawaiian. That could be completely just. just oh just making that up and destroying that name but yeah it's, it's something like that Hawaiian Island number three yeah <laughs> <laughs> three of three thousand um so yeah and the actual the story of the arc is true as in it's based on because I was wondering like how much of this is actually um true is there an, an arc of the covenant in history and that and there is it's in the Moses story and it's the uh, the ark is a symbol of God's divine presence according to the Old and it's meant to include the ten commandments yes yes yeah. so okay. it's because Moses finds the ten commandments in the um, like he said did you not go to Sunday school <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately I did um, and does do we know the whereabouts of this no no they never found it oh wow yeah so it's it's one of those that it's in it's in the Bible but we have yet to actually have an Indiana Jones to go and find it. We need to find an Indiana Jones to go get this this uh, mythical box. <laughs> Let's go find this magic box. Yeah, like Pandora's box. Um, I think that's my that's all my random. Uh, no, no, no! Got one more. Oh, got one more. Sorry, really cool one as well. So the melting heads that nearly got it in our rating. Um, Stop motion. No, no, that was that was that was an actual effect. Yeah, so they made a cast of that poor guy's head, yeah, um, Todd's head, and they made it out of uh, plaster and gelatin, jelly, and melted it, and put a heat lamp on it, studio <laughs> heat lamp, and filmed this this wow. melting away, and then to get the effect of the head shrinking down, um, they made a hollow silicon head and basically put like a vacuum up it and just <laughs> sucked all the air well, out of it so they did it so a lot of the, the the i mean this is 1981 they had to do it in in camera other than if it had been stop motion but no yeah in camera and then the explosion was literally they just uh, stuck some explosive inside her head it. and just <laughs> boomed it up with jelly in there but they couldn't show it because it would have been too graphic for little kiddies watching. Little kiddies watching, yeah. Be like, oh my god, the, the man getting the the temple shot and his eyes just imploding on themselves. That's <laughs> fine, but no, we can't have an exploding head. Um. So in conclusion, I yeah. I, I, I um I really enjoyed it. I th- oh, I'm so glad you did because I, I know you didn't really like Rocky. I didn't enjoy Rocky so much. I didn't really see how how that is that popular mm-hmm. to be honest um whereas this one i can completely see why this is um such an iconic film would you want to watch the yeah yeah thing? so yeah oh would, brilliant so I'd... okay so in the next coming 
whatever's because we've got loads of other films. Yeah, I would. Too many, too many to actually be proud. I'm disappointed. Marion's not in it. I'm disappointed not to, to, uh, view her story a bit longer. Yes, the woman that's in the the second one is is good as well. Right. Um. So yeah, I really enjoyed Andy? it. Um. Let's take a quick break and then we'll come back and talk about what we're going to watch next. <gasps> Yay! See you in a minute. Bye. Just taking a break from the podcast uh, just to tell you about something else that I do. Um, as you can probably tell from the podcast, I love movies. Uh, big film geek, big film fan. Um, but I also love making things and miniature things. So I've combined the two and I have made uh, lots of miniature tiny scale houses and buildings from famous movies. If that's something that you would be interested in looking at, I'd love you to go and have a look at them on Instagram at uh, McCool Collectibles or on Facebook. Um, We've got loads of things on there. So like them, comment, send me a message if you like them. Um, And also some of them are for sale. Which ones are for sale? Um, The Ghostbusters Firehouse. Excellent. Uh, Psycho. <laughs> and up is on its way the up has excellent so where do you go to find out more that is on instagram at mccool collectibles and how do you spell mccool oh good question that is m-c-k-o-o-l collectibles <laughs> go and check them out followers we love seeing new people back to the podcast bye welcome back so, what are we going to watch next time? Bit of a change in pace, yeah. I think, from the big list that we've got. I think we've done a few um, more action yeah. films, dark films. So, I think we should... Oh, can you guess from this? Oh, <laughs> I've not seen the film, presumably, so oh, no. no. On Wednesdays, we were pink. Oh my god, that is so fetch. <laughs> No? Um, Casablanca. <laughs> We're going to watch Mean Girls! We're going to watch Mean Girls. Mean Girls. Starring Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. Amanda Seedford. Yes. Whatever yes. her name is. And probably other people as well. Uh, Tina Fey. Tina Fey. Oh, of course. Yeah. Tina Fey wrote it. And um, Parks and Rec. Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler's in it. Oh, fantastic. Amy Poehler is amazing at it. Is she? She's wow. really, really good. Well, massive She's fan. She's a cool mom. Massive Tina Fey fan, massive Amy Poehler fan. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest... But Tina Fey wrote it. Yeah, she wrote it. Yeah. I, I've, I've actually listened to her talk about yeah. the process of getting this film made and, and she's done a musical of it. Yes. As well. Yeah. Um, so, oh, that'll be good. Yeah. Change the pace, like you say, yes. because we haven't really done anything uh, feminine, I suppose. No, not not the stereotypical. Yeah, Because yeah. I'm I'm class myself as feminine, and I I love all these films. But I yes, we've not done we've not done like a chick flick. A chick flick. A chick flick. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. Yeah. So that we'll watch that later in the week. Yes. Uh, so that'll be with you maybe Thursday. Yeah. Watch it. Watch it in the night. Hey. What? Yeah. Watch it in the day. Watch it in the night. Well, I can't watch it in the day. Gotta go to work. So. <laughs> Let's stick tonight. I think we've we've got a good thing going in the night times, <laughs> film watching. Um, but it'll be with you maybe Thursday morning. Yeah. 
Um, we hope you've enjoyed this episode. We've enjoyed it. We've we've talked a lot about Indiana Jones. There's a lot to talk about. It's a great film. Did you enjoy it? Just, I didn't. Just... I did enjoy it. Um, I I well, the fact that I want to watch the other ones and that I didn't want to watch Rocky yes. particularly anymore. I really want to watch uh, Indiana Jones again. Fantastic! Boop. Yay! So that's that's two out of three. Two out of three and bad. bad. <laughs> no, don't sing. Oh, okay. Don't sing. Um, <laughs> For all you meatloaf fans out there. <laughs> no, two out of three ain't bad. And and this is the point, isn't it? I've missed out on quite a lot. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to like everything. Nope. And in many ways, I'm glad I didn't like Rocky because it'd be easy to come on and talk about these films and say every single one's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And actually, no, I didn't enjoy Rocky. Yep. I'm allowed to say that. I think you, it's your opinion. <laughs> you don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. <laughs> but I, I, there's, there's lots of films that I don't like. And we're actually going to, so what we've decided to do, there are actually some films that I've never seen that you have seen. Yeah. So um, later down the line, because there's a lot more of ones that you've not seen. Oh god, we could do this for two years and we'd still not copy the list. <laughs> We're gonna do some um, special episodes. They're gonna they're gonna be in the same as this, um, but where I don't know anything about it, and Andy's gonna do the research. Absolutely right. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And there's other films that neither of us have seen that we really should have seen. Yes. For example, Heat. Well, we've tried to watch We that. have tried to watch Heat, but I think that was a frame of mind situation. Kramer versus Kramer. Kramer versus Kramer we need to watch. Yeah. Absolutely. And there's a few films like that. Yeah. We'll work out the logistics of that. Yeah. In terms of researching. I'll, I'll be doing it. I mean, we both know how <laughs> the logistics are going to work out. I that. like a bit of research. You can do your research. You do your research. But yes, we've we've talked a lot this evening. I know. Yeah. This this is a um, probably a drive to work and back length podcast yes i do quite like them from time to time not every time (laughs) um no thank you very much for listening uh we're on instagram at how have you not seen yes uh our website is how have you not seen.com you can now find us on itunes they've they've let us into that club um (laughs) and all sorts of different places um so please review us uh follow us like us all the stuff um, we'd really like to hear from you. Yeah, yeah. Send us a message as well. And uh, if you do send us a message, you'll be talking to me. So hi. Although a lot of people think that they're talking to you because we're talking about men's films, but it's, it's That's it's true. This bit, yeah. It's me. Hi. Apparently only men like Rocky. <laughs> well, actually, some men don't like Rocky and some women do like Rocky. I love Rocky. You yeah. love Rocky. Um, yes, thank you very much. And we'll uh, speak to you later this week. With regards to Mean Girls. Mean Girls. So get watching it. Bench. <laughs> On that note. Bench. Bye. Bye.